we pray before we begin this morning? Lord, we thank you that uh, you are amazing. And God, we thank you that this church is full of incredible people, God, that uh, you've brought us all together, God, from a thousand different locations and all over the Central Coast and all beyond that. But God, we thank you this morning, Lord, that you are here. And God, you are moving. And God, I thank you so much for our team and our our leaders and uh, Pastor Phil and Julie and our band and the whole thing, God, the building, the land, the 11 acres, God, that you are blessing us just abundantly, God, beyond what we even know. And God, we thank you this morning, God, that you are here and God, that you will move hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Psalm 23. Who's ever read Psalm 23? Anybody? What a great verse. And it says here, it starts off by saying, verse 1, if you're taking notes, Psalm 23, verse 1. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. Can you say that? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Do you know, uh, I love, the, the, this is King David, and he's, he's, he's just writing this psalm. And it says, the Lord, King David at this Times like a, he's been a shepherd and he's gone through his. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd. And uh, who knows that God is like pretty big? Anybody? Like just, you know, created like the whole universe. And the Bible says that it's ever expanding. And uh, he holds the universe in the palm of his hands. That God is huge. It's like not nervous about the economy. He's not worried about, you know, when Luke Eagle got down, there's no drummer, Doug. He wasn't worried there's no drummer there for that little part of the song. God's not nervous, you know, about me doing my ride. Only I'm nervous. No, the, Bible, the, the, the God just is this huge guy that sits in heaven looking down saying, TJ, you're awesome. We, you know, but the Lord, huge, huge. God is massive and it says, is my shepherd. Who knows that a shepherd you know, the Bible says when there's a hundred sheep and one go off, then, you know, the shepherd leaves the 99 and goes after the one and the shepherds, you know, fights off the wolves. Who would love a shepherd in their lives? You know, you've got this thing, you know, something's going, the shepherd's just fighting off wolves and doing whatever. But it says in the middle of it, the Lord is my shepherd. So, you know, God, huge, massive, incredible God who loves us, which is unbelievable. Like, if you know what, half us do during the week you would be astounded that god loves any of us but the lord is my shepherd you know i've circled that word my you know i know god's everyone shepherd and that's awesome but the bible says that the lord is my shepherd do you know um the other day i was just hanging out and i was driving home and i got this call from this guy and he said hello are you uh, andrew i said yes i am he said hi my name's hamish and I've just been allocated your personal banker. And I went, oh, okay, cool, whatever. What am I going to do with a personal banker? That's awesome. Thank you very much. And he's just going on and on and on. He says, look, you know, if you ever need anything, if you ever want to meet up or if you ever want to do this or do that, here's my number, here's my email. Call me, we can meet up, do whatever you want. And then go, well, I don't know what I'd do with a personal banker, but that's awesome. I mean, thank you, Hamish. And uh, but he said, look, this is the deal. If, if you need us, don't call this number. Here's the, you know, the one three hundred. Blah, blah, blah. Don't don't call that because you'll be in lines and lines and and you'll you know they'll put you through to here. And it's true. I mean, God, if you've ever called the bank, anybody, you just end up going from here to there. And 
doesn't matter which bank. But anyway, uh, you know, he said, don't do that. Just, just don't worry about that. Here's my mobile. Here's my email. Here's my office number. You can call me. And I went, huh, okay. And uh, it's like this. The, the, the Bible says that the Lord, the Lord, this huge creator God, is my shepherd. So, you know, it's better than having Hamish at the St. George Bank being my personal banker, which I'm sure somehow one day, TJ, that'll help me out one day. I don't know how, but maybe. But the Lord is my shepherd. So, you know how we, we sort of say, oh, I'm having a really hard week this week, and, you know, I need, I need everyone to get together, and you need to pray for me because I'm just going through this, and it's really hard, and, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do it. The kids are doing this, and I've got a flat tire. But, no, you know, the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd. So, you know, and I believe in, you know, getting people together and praying and all that kind of thing. That, that's powerful. But, you know, we can go straight, like when we dial the number, my bank manager, we can, go, we can just go straight to the Lord. We just go, God, this is the deal. This is where I am. This is who, you know, it's like the Lord, he just loves us. He takes pleasure in who we are. You know, our quirky little things that everyone hates about you. Well, God loves them. Maybe. I don't know. But, you know, all the things that we go, oh, God, that person, who could love that? And it's like God sits down and goes, yeah, I love that person. The Lord, can we just say that? The Lord is my shepherd. So when we're in trouble, we can just say, God, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm going straight. I'm cutting out the middleman. Who knows what I'm saying? I'm just cutting the, the one three hundred. I'm cutting that out. I'm going straight to the Lord. And uh, I love the word shepherd. Who? I mean, if I could have a... A, a, a physical shepherd everywhere I went, man, I'd just be, you know, the big dog, little, little dog relationship. Who's seen that when they wander the streets? And the big dog, like the big dog, and there's a little dog. And the little dog just does whatever he wants, and the, knowing that the big dog's just going to, you know, he's got him. And uh, it's like me and Angus, isn't it? No, it's not. It doesn't matter. It says, can we move on? The Lord is my shepherd. First, first thing I want us to sort of get our head around, if we can, this morning, is that God, this huge creator God, is our personal shepherd. And shepherds protect, shepherds provide, shepherds do amazing things. And it says in verse 1 still, it says, I shall not want. Can we just say that? I shall not want. And that talks to me about, you know, a satisfied, when we're with the Lord, that we're satisfied of where we are. We're satisfied with, with, with where, where we're at. It's like talking about a life just, you know, that knowing that, you've got family around you or knowing that, you know, you've got this and, and that's like talking about, you know, those people are just never satisfied. Oh, you just got a brand new Ferrari. That's amazing. You got on a Ferrari. That's amazing. And it's like, oh, yeah, but I really want, you know, I really want a jet. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not, I shall not want. It's like everything that, you know, God's blessed us in so many so many, so many ways. I mean, you can sit around and look at your family and you can look at your friends and you can look at where God has placed you and, and all your world that, you know, God has blessed us beyond. I mean, you think, no, he hasn't. But no, God has blessed us beyond, beyond anything we could know that God has already blessed us. And uh, isn't it great when you, when, you, when you see someone or you ask someone just is so happy with who they are happy with where they are, happy with where, you know, everything is. It's not like, oh, well, in 10 years' time, in 10 years' time, I'll have this and I'll have that. And then, and then I'll be like heaps happy. It's like, yeah, well, that's pretty awesome. You might have it, yeah. But isn't it even more powerful to be 
satisfied now, just knowing that the Bible says, I shall not want, that, that, that I am blessed. Can you say that? I am blessed right now. Right now, I'm blessed. Isn't that true? It is. Life satisfied. And it goes on in verse 2. And uh, isn't this good? This is like a description of who God is. It says, verse 2, the Bible says that God makes us lie down in green pastures. Does anyone ever lie down in a green pasture? Anybody? Fleur's nodding ahead. Fleur, yeah. uh, any, anyone? No one? Uh, yeah. It's, I don't want to know what anyone was doing when they were lying down in green pastures. Never mind. Looking, no, it doesn't matter. No, the Lord makes me lie down in green pastures. And uh, it's such a busy world. Any, who, like, who's like doing a thousand, like got a thousand things, you're sending emails, you've got text messages coming in, you're calling a thousand people, you've got this going on in your brain, you've got lists and lists. You know that God makes us lie down? And, and who's, who's one of those people that just always, who's, who's never busy? Who's one of those people that's never busy, that's never got anything to do, just always just chilling out? No one. Yeah, but, you know, this world is just getting so much busier and busier and busier. And, you know, we wake up. Who goes to sleep thinking of things like, like 50 things? I've got to call that guy. I've got to send that off. I've got to do this. I've got to, and you just go to sleep thinking of this, this. Who does that? That's me. I'm the lining big guy. Who keeps like a notepad next to them? So when they, you know, they think of that thing at like 2 a.m., they wake up and go, what? What's that? Oh, no, I've got to call him. I didn't call him back. And they just sort of write it down. Who's that? It's like, oh, my. That's, that's. You know, it's everybody because we live in such a busy world. I mean, if I was to say, what did you do last week? We'd be here for all of next week telling me what you did last week because it's like the world's getting busier and we can talk to more people now and, you know, you can Skype, you can Facebook, you can Twitter, you can email, you can text message, you can call. People still call? <laughs> I don't know. You know, we've got a thousand different things that we're just, you know, you can, I mean, iPhone, who... Who would lose their iPhone and be lost? And like you just, who, who, my, my iPhone actually broke down. I was coming back from somewhere and my iPhone just wouldn't turn on, wouldn't, it was just black. No matter how much I yelled at it or pressed the buttons or did whatever, it just wouldn't turn on. And you know, it's like a scary six hours, isn't it? It's like, well, what if someone's trying to call me? What if, what if someone sent me a text message? It's like, who's that? It's like, where's my phone? Oh no, my, you know, who leaves their phone home and has to go back and just goes and get it? Who just never leaves their phone? It's just always just bam. It's just like, and we sleep with them next to us on charge. We're just, everywhere we go, we've got our phone. We can check the surf now, Adam, on our phone. We can do everything on our phone. I mean, it's, you know, it goes off in the middle of the night. I go, who was that? Was it? Oh, it's just one of those stupid emails. Oh, yeah, why do they always send them out that way? God, it's annoying. You know, and then you know those emails where it says, you've won, or... You know, hi, it's Luke Eagle. Or <laughs> no, we love Luke Eagle. And uh, no, but it's true. I mean, there's a thousand things that, you know, we're everywhere. We're always doing something. We're always, someone's always asking something. And the Bible says that God makes us lie down and just rest and, and, and just says, look, you're so busy. Just, just stop. Just, just, just switch it off for like, Who's ever turned their phone off? It's like, whoa. Oh, and then they just like wait like a minute. goes, back on, back on, back on, yeah. And then you've got 15 text messages. Anybody? No. No. Makes me lie down. And uh, God of peace, we live in such a busy world. It's, and, and you know what? It's just going to get busier. It really is. We'll find a new way to send. You know, instead of sending one text message, I can send five. Well, we can already do that. But like, that can also do a different thing. I don't know. But like, 
there'll be a new way that we can contact people and, you know, it's just going to get busier and busier. But uh, God is a God of peace and he's the God of, of rest. And isn't that true in this day and age? It's like people are so busy, but just, you know, they need rest. Who needs rest in their hearts, in their minds? I mean, your mind needs to slow down and just to, to stop. And it says he makes me lie down. Isn't God good? God, you're good. You make me lie down. That's amazing. And it says in green pastures. And it's like in green pastures back in the day is like the nicest place to hang out. Isn't it great that God wants us to hang out in nice places? Doesn't want us to, you know, hang out in these dodgy little back alleys or, or whatever. But God actually likes it when we hang out, you know, when we walk into someone's house and that painting's there. That's, that's really not like, that's nice. That's really good. It's like God wants us to have nice things. So I'm not trying to say that we're not, but, you know, in Greek, God likes it when we have nice things. It's just, there we go. Leads me besides two waters. Can we jump down to verse 3? Luke Eagle has heaps of nice things. I gave Luke a bed the other day, and uh, he did, yeah. And then I went around to his house the other night, and he'd strung the mattress up. He already had a bed, but he wanted the bottom, but he didn't have the top. And my dad said, we're giving away a bed, because, anyway, long story, but my parents have like a thousand beds in their house, and there's only two of them. And every room you go in is like a queen-size bed, and dad's going, why do we have so many, <laughs> why is there so many beds in this house? And I'm going, I don't know, Dad, because everyone like, gets a new bed. And, no one chucks out beds, do they? Like, you get a new bed and you sort of sit the old one in the spare room. And uh, Dad got over it and he said, Andrew, I'm, I'm chucking out all the beds. And I said, oh, no, Dad, no, Dad, we need them. They're beds. You don't chuck beds out. And uh, so Tash and Luke had a mattress, but they didn't have the bait. You know, the, what do you call that? The ensemble bottom. And <laughs> I said, oh, Dad, I've got someone who wants... Uh, the bottom, but they don't want the mattress. And he said, "There's no way I'm, <laughs> there's no way I'm giving out the bottom and not the top. He's taking it all. He's not taking any." <laughs> oh, it's going, What are you talking about? Just anyway, he loves dads and all like that. He said he can take it, but he's got to take the whole thing. He can't just take the bottom and leave the top. I'm going, oh god, it's like a movie. And uh, <laughs> I said, "All right, <laughs> Luke, you can come around, but you have to take the whole thing." And he said, what am I going to do at the top? I said, I don't care, chuck on the roads or whatever. I don't care, just take the whole thing. And he, uh, he comes around and he takes the, uh, the bottom part. Then I go around to his house that night and he's got the mattress and he's, uh, he's got rope and he's landed up a wall and so he's got this awesome chair now out of the top of the mattress. It's like me and boy just sitting back going, this is the most comfy chair. And I just see these massive pieces of rope just bent up and it's going like that. And uh, that's why I don't chuck out a mattress. Genius. Anyway, so Luke got a mattress and a thing, so Dad was happy. Dad was happy. Verse 3, can we get there? It says, He restores my soul. And uh, who, who sometimes needs their soul restored? Who sometimes gets offended? Who sometimes gets hurt? Who sometimes gets, you know, they feel like they've been defeated or ripped off or whatever? It's like, you know, we all go through life and something happens and we go, oh, you know. And we need our soul restored. And the Bible says that to restore it is to make, it's to make new. It's like when you restore your car, it's like it was old, but now it's, it's brand new. It's shiny. It's, you know, it's amazing. And the Bible says he restores my soul. And in the New Living Translation, NLT version, it says uh, he renews my strength. So when God, uh, you know, when it's so powerful when we come to this place in a time of worship, who can feel God just sort of, just, just getting in and just, you know, letting everything go and just renewing, renewing our strength. So when we go back out into, you know, in, into, you know, affect our communities, that we're not just, 
you know, unpowered people, but we're empowered people who are ready to, you know, bless others. And he restores my soul. And uh, we need our souls restored. I mean, because we all step out. We all try things. We all do crazy, you know, we're all scared to fail. We're all scared to, what if it doesn't work? And do you know that, you know, people fail all the time and that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. I mean, you, you, I, I honestly believe that success is made up of failure. I mean, you can't get to success without making mistakes somewhere along the line. And, uh, you know, making mistakes, isn't, that's, not, that's not a problem. Making mistakes is amazing. That's incredible. I mean, don't continue, you know. But, but you're never going to become to that place of success without trying a thousand different things to get there and failing a lot of the times. But there's, you know, every now and then it's like, isn't that true? It's like, it's the, it's the strength to just keep going. Even though we've failed there, but it's like, you know that, no, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to get there and up that hill. Yeah, gal, that's what I'm going to need. If you want to send me messages to me, mate, let's just do that. Send me messages saying, Andrew, you can keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. And uh, it says here in verse 4, it says, yay, Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And, and I mean, I get my Bible and I, I, I circle the words that says walk through. Sometimes in our world we have stuff that's really bad. It's like death in our worlds. Uh, but the Bible doesn't say even though I you know, get a house out and just hang there for the rest of my life. No, the Bible says that we walk through the valley of shadow of death. It's like we just, we just keep marching through. It might be a bad day. Might have had a, a really bad whatever, but we just keep going. We keep going through. And the Bible says that I'll fear no evil, for God, you are with me. And uh, I love that. I love that. Who knows that it's just like, hey, Flax, are you going gonna to be able to write? I don't know, but I'm just, just going you know, to do it. If you trained, yeah, I probably should have. But I'm just going to, you know, it's like there's no fear because I know that, God, you are with me. I'm sure there will be plenty of burn down, but God, you are with me. And, uh, and it goes on. And can I just get the band up, if that's all right, just really quickly or slowly? Isn't TJ amazing? TJ, we love TJ. TJ came to our youth group years ago, uh, just, just on a bus trip. And, then, and now he's like, he's like the best singer ever and songwriter. Who would buy a CD? If TJ bought a CD, wrote a CD, who would buy one? I would. I'd buy 10. TJ, just put me down for 10. It says here that um, in verse... Five, because our time's nearly, nearly, nearly there. But it says in verse five, "You prepare a table before me," and and you know that it says that God prepares. And in the Bible, God's always talking about how we have a hope and we have a future, and and plans not to harm us, but plans to you know give us an incredible life. And it's like by just hanging out with the Lord, God just seems to always bless us. Isn't that true? No matter what we've done, no matter where we've been, it's like God always just plans to just keep it right down. Just yeah. But God always is like pre- preparing us and, and, and just giving us hope and future. And, and I, I find that every time that I come into the house, and even into prayer, every time I come to pray, it's like God gives ideas. Who gets ideas in prayer meetings? It's like, well, I never even thought of that before. Are you kidding me? And it's like God's, the Bible says in Jeremiah that God gives us hope in a future. It's like, you know, people who, you know, have the fear that there's no hope for me and there's no future for me. That's like the most devastating thought anyone could possibly have. But the Bible says that God is the God that gives us a hope and gives a future and that God prepares a table 
before me in the presence of my enemies. So it doesn't matter who says what or what's going on. It's like God, regardless if someone says, hey, just keep that down just a little bit. Thanks. If, you know, regardless of, you know, people can't you say, hey, you're a hopeless so-and-so. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. You're, you're, you think you're going to make money out of that. Never going to happen. It's like our enemies are right there. But God says, you know, in front of your enemies, I'm preparing a hope and a future blessings, not, you know, not, fa- not cursing, but blessings right before. And it's like God's preparing it. It's not like we're doing it. It's not like, wow, you, had a, you just had a great, wow, where'd that idea come from? I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like we can't take any of the blessing or any of the, the, the um, what's that word? Credit. Because it's like God's just putting it into our, our lives, into our, God, you prepare you know, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Just great stuff. And then it says, my cup runs over. I mean, verse 5 in the New Living says, my cup overflows with blessings. It just overflows with blessings. Whether your bank account says a million dollars or ten dollars or your house is 15 bedrooms or one bedroom. Do you know what? Our world overflows with blessings. It just does. No, it does. It does. You know, you look at your kids, you look at this. Our world overflows, it overflows with blessings. And you know what? It's cause, because God is amazing. Isn't it true? We just stand before we finish. And uh, how about we just thank God for like one minute? It says here in verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. And it's like God's just sending His blessing and His, His goodness. Just It's like a like a sniper just trying to gun you down. It's like God's blessing is trying to catch up with you. It's like God's goodness, no matter you know where you get, it's like God's goodness is just trying to find you like an army sniper. And, uh, you know, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. And uh, we think sometimes that it's just a one-off, or God just blessed me this one time. But the deal is, God will bless us for the rest of our lives. As soon as we connect ourselves into the house of the Lord, as soon as we connect ourselves into God and say, God, I'm just, I'm in, regardless of whatever, God, I, I'm here to stay, it's like surely goodness, God's goodness and God's mercy shall, it's like hunt us down all our days. And it's like, you know, every, you know, you can, I believe that we can live a life, like a satisfied life the whole way through. I mean, we might be up high one day, we might be in a valley one day, but I believe that we can walk the whole way through going, God, thank you so much. God, thank you so much for that. Wow, that's amazing. God, thank you so much. God, you did that. Wow, that's amazing. God, thank you so much for that. That's amazing. God, thank you so much for, for, for this. And God, thank you for opening for that door. And God, thank you for where, you know, that and this. And it's like the whole thing. I mean, we can do the opposite. We can go through well and go, oh yeah, God, you've given me nothing. You've given that guy everything. But the deal is, isn't it better to be positive? Isn't it better just to say, God, you're amazing? Goodness, Lord, right now we thank you, God, that you are God. You're the God that follows us, God. You hunt us down. We, we, you chase us with blessing. God, everywhere we go, you chase us with goodness. God, a mercy. God, they follow us everywhere we go. Everyone we deal with, God, goodness and mercy, God, they just flow right out of our whole world. And God, that our cup overflows, God, with blessings. Right now, God, we, we are so grateful. God, we want to thank you so much, God, that our cup overflows. How about we just start to thank the Lord right now? 
for the blessings that we have. Lord, we thank you right now. God, for the blessings. God, the, the amount of blessing that you've, God, you've, you've given to us. God, everywhere we look, everywhere we go. We, as soon as we start our car, God, the blessing. God, we thank you that our, our lives are blessed. God, we're blessed. God, we are blessed. God, we thank you. God, we thank you that we live in the greatest, greatest place on the planet. God, we live in the greatest nation in the world. God, we're a part of the greatest church. God, our, our friends. God, our family. God, our jobs. God, our wives. God, our parents. God, you've given it all to us. God, our cup overflows. God, it overflows, God. And I th- God, we thank you with a grateful heart. God, with a grateful attitude of everything. You know, everything you've done for us. And uh, everything that you're planning on doing for us. God, we thank you right now. Right now, Father, in Jesus' name.